Coming up on Training Group Live, we explain this new podcast to you, discuss changes coming to Practical Shooting Training Group. After the paywall, we deep dive with Hwansik Kim about confirmation drill. Welcome to Training Group Live, your home for all things practical shooting. So make ready, it's time to train. Welcome to Training Group Live. Uh, <laughs> Still getting used to the name. Yeah, I almost said. It's the first episode, so it yeah. might take a while. <laughs> there you go. Uh, okay, so on today, we have Ben and Juanchik both. want to kind of discuss what the podcast is, what to be expecting, what's going on. And Well, that, there's been a lot of stuff going on in the actual, in the training the, group the, as the, well. The site itself, yeah. yes. So we've got uh, a lot of stuff to talk about. Yeah, we absolutely That's... do. Um, and I think before we go too far, I had to, I kind of, well, I stepped on my dick a little bit um, by saying that the the forum update was going to be done in October. I was going off what the <laughs> what the uh, the third party web guys were saying, and they just uh, you know it took longer than expected. Uh, but what we sh- what we have in place now is a new new forum, essentially, new podcast, and then a lot of uh, new content coming in. Uh, all kind of at the same time. So there is a lot happening all at once. Mm-hmm. All right. So first, hope you like the new form layout. I think everybody likes it better. I've got a lot of good feedback. Yep. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's just more capable software. Okay. Yes. So that's so that's good. But uh, as far as why we have a new podcast, like what's going on with this, um, uh, we can track how much videos get watched. And over the last, what, two years, two and a half years, Kim? Yes. Yes. About two and a half. Yes. We've been producing weekly videos or more. Like I don't know how many hours of content we put in there. And we get feedback videos put up in there all the time. And we have a, a big group of guys, but it's like I feel like so much good content is falling, uh, falling through the cracks that people aren't seeing. Let's give people a little behind the scenes. So there's oftentimes a really what I think is an excellent videos dropped. And let's say we have an interview with somebody or a new feature or something. And then, it, you know, it gets views. People watch it. People comment. But then if we talk about it on a podcast or you drop a, a something on social media, like highlighting specifically, then I get people. I didn't even know that was there. Or there's been times where I'm like casually I'm playing video games with my friends. Somehow a topic comes up. And one of my friends is like, actually, it just happened a couple of days ago. My friend Jason was like, is that on training group? I'm like, yeah, it is. This is what the video. Yeah. But like, <laughs> there's so much there. There's a lot of content coming on. It's just like, what? where is it all? You don't, it's tough yeah. to sometimes yes. catch everything. So what we want is to have like basically an easily digestible, like just listen to the podcast for the week and you will hear basically what's going on. And if there's something that you want to give more of your attention to, then go give your attention to that because we'll have, you know, new videos are popping up every week and <laughs> new stuff, new contents all the time. And then it'll make your job easier. <laughs> like, well, it's not really your job, but you know, it'll a, make your life consumer, easier. Yeah. As, yes. It it'll makes make, it easier for yes. you. So we can just tell you what's going on as well. And then again, you can, you can put your attention to it. And of course, we want to grow membership. <laughs> like we want to have more members and have more content. So the the whole reason that Joel was brought on board was to do this podcast. So Kim and I are going to keep doing our weekly thing. We're going to have a professionally produced. I think you'll notice like things are like a a professionally ish produced podcast for the training group as well. So it's also more content 
uh, for the members. So it's it's kind of a win-win for everybody. It is. And like you said, then uh, hopefully we take the guesswork out of you'll know where the new content content is and that makes it easier for you guys to navigate and find all the new and cool stuff. And uh, as you'll hear later in this recording, stuff that maybe it's been around for a while that people didn't know were there. <laughs> yeah. So a good way to highlight stuff that we think is overlooked or that was really valuable that people didn't know was there, didn't listen to, or maybe they're just now joining and there's a lot of really good stuff that they just don't know where to start with. Yeah. So that's what this is about, highlighting all the all the cool stuff going on in Trading Group. All right. So, um, yeah. So what's next, Joel? Joel's going to be the host of this show, by the way. I he's going to be uh, telling us what words to say. Oh, perfect! You'll never, <laughs> you'll never go for that theory, sir. I am. I'm going for. I'm for it. Well, I think a main thing that's coming to Training Group and a a big change is the reformatting of the website and the skill, the skill level one through four. I think that bears some discussion. Yeah. So what is going to be coming into Training Group is basically the new book, uh, Practical Shooting Training. It's all new. It's not. There's not a single asset that I've previously used was repurposed for that book. It's all entirely new, new everything, new diagrams. Some like the drills are all rewritten, like it's all fresh content. And the balance of that book, most of it, the core stuff, the drills and stuff, they're going to be put up in training group. And then our old, our old drills, I mean, I say old, like nothing's older than what, two years, but all of that's going to get moved to like legacy content. And we have an entirely new system of drills and organization um, for, you know, well, most of you come on the site to look at the drills. So all of that stuff's going to get refreshed. And uh, over the next year, I think we'll try to get as many videos as we can associated with those drills. So you'll have the written description for the drill and all that. We'll try to get a video to go alongside of it. So that that'll be what's coming is that'll be a big change. We're talking about what what, do you, what is it, Joel? Is it is it 110, 120 drills? It's something very like, possible. It's, a, it's, like it's, it's a, a lot. It's a fair amount once you parse it out by level. It, it ends up being a lot. And so, I want to explain what the levels are a little bit. Mr. Kim, you've seen the document for the book. Yeah. So skill level one through four uh, would be identifying different your different skill level as you progress in shooting, whether your goal is just to finish a match, you shoot your first match without penalty, make B class, make MGM, all those kind of things. But then it's different levels of correction that are appropriate for where you're at in shooting. So for somebody just getting started, you wouldn't information overload. And for somebody that's really tuned up, if I'm training with, you know, a, a Kim or a Ben level guy, then you'd be throwing the book at him for all the expectations you have for the drill. So the really important takeaway for the different skill levels is appropriate correction and expectation, expect, expectations based on that where that person currently is in shooting. Yeah, there's that. Fair enough. So that's very, quite important. Quite very proce process focused. Yeah. So Kim, you went through this. I'm curious your read on. I mean, if you have some something different to say, because you you didn't. I mean, a lot of your drills are in there, and I've tried to faithfully reproduce your drills, but you didn't. You weren't involved in the um, in the writing of the material generally. So I'm kind of curious what your read is on this new system. I think this will make our job a lot easier. But I'm curious yes, if you agree. Absolutely. Uh, so, of course, the benefit benefit is uh, it's more process uh, oriented. Uh, of course, uh, a lot of people listen to Lenny Basham or famous uh, mental-related <laughs> experts yeah. saying process-oriented uh, rather than the goal or result-oriented. 
So I think that was uh, the right approach. That's what really our sport needed and the people who's training needed. Uh, but one thing I really like is basically like the tier system, right? Yeah. So it's kind of like a step-by-step. Uh, so it gives you the shortcut. Like you kind of, once you read it, you kind of know where you have to go back and you just go back work on that part. <laughs> and I, I, that's why I call it shortcut in a way. Uh, you're not like sitting on, uh, you know, like internet and doing hours of research and find out, oh, this is what I needed to work on. And you may w- work on it and may end up not actually working on the specific area you needed to work on. But this book, I think it's just a really straight guide uh, yeah. to help people. Yeah. And like, and like, like, like I said, we made the book, like writing a book in and of itself financially doesn't make a whole lot of sense mm-hmm. at this point. But then we're going to take the, the core pieces of that and put it into training group right away. So the guys have it like yeah. that's a game changer. And that's um, I think that'll make training group a lot better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, so let's discuss the <laughs> show format. I guess to jump around a little bit. Yeah, we are jumping around. All right. So what do people expect? Uh, what are they in for, Ben? You want? You're asking me. Well, I guess. Okay. In fairness, like Joel, Joel will be the host of this show. This will be Joel's show, which Joel will run. I, um. I, that might sound weird with me saying it, but that's going to be what that's going to be what it turns into and what happens. Um, and what we're essentially doing is we're going to have about an hour long show. And uh, the first half of it is going to be public. Like anybody can go listen to that. If you want to listen to the whole show, that's going to be just for training group members. All right. So pretty simple. It's paywalled. Like I we want to give people a little taste, you know? Yeah, you can, you know, listen to the first half of the podcast. You want the whole thing. You got to be a member. You want to support the show and all that. I mean, that's just, I think that's pretty common now in podcasting, like to have that sort of an arrangement. So we're, we're no different. We're, we're, uh, we're all sellouts, I guess. So yeah, that's, that's the way it's got to go. <laughs> um, and what you should expect is going to be, like I said, like we have, we're going to have bumpers. We have, we have an intro, like, all that stuff. Um, and you can expect Joel to be pulling out topics from training group and then every week inside a training group dropping the podcast. So the podcast will get its own thread in training group. And if you have questions, comments, follow-ups, expect lively discussion with, with, I think Joel primarily inside of training group. If there's a question or comment you have, you're not going to be kicking that to someone's email. You can just go in training group and discuss it. Uh, and it'll be right there for you. And then the way we're segmenting the show, it'll be the first half, I think a little more lively, a little more fun. The second half, a little more deep dive, maybe an interview with a particular person or a discussion about a really specific topic. Uh, later on in this show, you'll hear a very in-depth discussion of confirmation drill. Yeah. And the reason I wanted to discuss that was that's a drill. I mean, if people are joining training group now, today, six months ago that drill's been around you know for quite a while most people don't number one they don't understand what it is to be quite frank Uh, they don't understand what they should be learning from it and so even if people in training group now have watched the video yep that sounds pretty good maybe i'll try that they don't really get all the takeaways to be quite frank they don't quite understand what they're trying to accomplish and so that was like one of the very first topics that came to mind i wanted to ask him very specific questions about what it is 
what they should be assessing, what they're doing wrong. And that way, people listen to that. They have a better understanding of the drill. And that's something I wanted to highlight and talk about in detail. And that's what we did. Yeah. Yes. Nowadays, there's a lot of process-focused drills. But back then, when confirmation drill came out, like almost all the drills on the market was just about goal-driven. Like you got to hit this five-second whatever. But confirmation drill was, I, I would say, one of the first drills that doesn't have like a goal time per se, but actually processed or process-oriented. Yeah. Correct. Um, another thing that we'll I, have coming, which I'm quite excited about, well, go ahead, go. Is uh, we're going to be incorporating a drill of maybe be a week, every couple weeks, something like that. And that will be uh, something posted in training group that we'll be discussing. Uh, and I think that'll be really good to discuss it as a group. Maybe we shoot the drill, I bring somebody else on to talk about the drill, and then be comparing with the membership, giving them, some, you know, if you wanted to take it away that way, a specific homework of stuff to be looking about or uh, thinking about. You shoot the drill, be thinking about this. What did you learn? What did you. Kim, we've been shooting Accelerator this week. What did you learn about it? What did you think? Did you have a new understanding? So I think that'll be quite good also. Um, another thing uh, to talk about is how the material we'll be discussing on this podcast. Sure. We don't... How would you, how do we select it? Yeah, we won't, you won't be sending us an email. It'll, it's all, com it's all content that comes from training group. So if it's something you want to talk about on this podcast, talk about well, it in training group. Let me give you an example, like a little example scenario. So let's say, like, right uh, as we're recording this, I'm in the midst of dropping um, video from the Frank Proctor class that I took. Okay, so I have about four hours of footage from that. It's going to come out in four chunks. That's what's going on. Let's say Joel sees one of those weekly drops, watches through it, sees something interesting. Then maybe one thing you would hear is, you know, a bit where Joel's talking to me about something he thought was interesting from that class. And we really deep dive on that specific topic that he saw. So it's like he's seeing what what we're posting in training group, takes a look at it. If there's something, I mean, Joel's a curious guy. I mean, if you if you want more information, like, hey, I want to know more about this. Like, what, what was going on with this thing over here? And then, like, it would come into this, like, this program, like, where we actually, like, really hash it out and really talk about Stuff it. Stuff that would normally, maybe even I call you on the way, yes. on, I watch the video, like, those specifically, I watch those, I call Ben, hey, I want to hear more about this. What did you think about this? What did you learn from this? Are you going to try this? Instead, we'll just be having because, those conversations. You know, normally I just post that stuff. I mean, it's not even about my comments. I'm not really trying to provide you any commentary on the Frank Proctor class. That's not what I'm trying to do. My job, as I was taking it, was I was busy, was trying to film as much of it as mm -hmm. I could. So I'm wearing a camera on my head. I got a tripod. I'm juggling like I, I had a Frank uh, had a lav, uh, like a lav mic on. Mm -hmm. Like I'm juggling a lot of shit, just trying to video this class and try to record it. And then present it to you guys so you guys can be like on the ground in the class and get a sense for what's going on. At no part of this, I'm not injecting any of my commentary or any of my thoughts at all. Mm -hmm. But maybe some of you might be curious what they are. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that would be like, we'll move that into this sort of a format. Yes. And we had even a phone call. We had a lengthy phone call where I had a bunch of questions about the yeah. class. What happened? What would you learn? Tell me more. Yes. So this will be all those tell me more moments. <laughs> and uh, well, Mr. Kim, you've always got match like if you've got interesting bits from a match talk through or whatever. Like yep. there'll be there'll be plenty of con or plenty of things to talk about. And I expect 
that Joel will have the same sorts of questions that many of you will have, and we'll want to kind of deep dive on issues that you guys uh, also find interesting. So I suspect like what what I want and what <laughs> I've communicated this to you guys. I think this podcast should be the like the centerpiece of training group moving forward. I think it'll turn into what most people are kind of paying attention to the most, and then it'll kind of help them get organized and and then know what else to pay attention to because we've got a lot more stuff coming. I was going to say real talk. There's a lot going on in training group. There's a lot to watch. <laughs> yeah. And there's, <laughs> there's, we're, we're ramping this up where it's not, we're not slowing it down. We're ramping Correct. it up. Good. I think this is excellent. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to share along those lines, Ben, or anything I've missed or overlooked? No, I don't think so. I mean, I think, this like this will be a quickie to give people a good idea <laughs> of what to expect moving forward. So like that, I mean, I've laid it out for you. We kind of put all the cards on the table. It should be obvious at this point what it is we're trying to accomplish. And, you know, I I'm confident that this will be uh, this will be most of the memberships like primary source for information moving forward. I think so as well. Yeah. yeah um, yes. As I mentioned, after the. Uh, the paywall on this episode, there's quite, I'm actually, I enjoyed it a lot. Just picking yeah. Kim's brain about confirmation drill. It's something that I've referenced a lot. There's on training group, uh, a couple of target transitions videos I did in depth talking about like vision and moving the gun and all that kind of stuff. And it was just when I was making the video, I was thinking about the easiest way to describe how do I convey to everyone that would be watching this, what I'm trying to talk about. I was like, oh, I'll just use confirmation. It was just a no brainer. Like oh, I'll just use confirmation drill because it tied in so well uh, in an easy way to explain people what I was, you know, seeing, thinking about, you know, whatever. So anyway, uh, it's just a topic that comes up a lot and I think it'll be really valuable. Something that hopefully people enjoy listening to. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. We'll be seeing you guys down in the comments below. I think, I think there's a pretty good chance of that. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well, uh, keep this train rolling. Hello, training group. So today we have an interview with Wanchik Kim, and I want to talk about confirmation drill. Uh, confirmation drill is a really good drill that I think doesn't get talked about as much as it should, and I don't think a lot of people understand, frankly, what it is and what they're trying to accomplish. So okay. since the mastermind behind this, uh, I want to sit down. Ben and I are sitting down to discuss with Kim yes. what the drill is. Sorry, I've got yes. Ben. Professor Kim is here to explain yes. his creation. Yeah. So like I said, it doesn't get talked about as much as it should, and I don't think people understand it. So would you just kind of discuss what is confirmation drill, Kim? Yes. Let me start off by explaining the name of the drill, why it's called confirmation drill. Is uh, Two years ago now, um, I was, the whole year I was just focusing on target transition, and one big part uh, I needed to train personally was – uh, when the gun comes into the target, when do I break the shot? When the trigger gets pulled? Uh, in terms of that, uh, one of the Ben's advice was, hey, you need to shoot more three-yard, five-yard target kind of thing. So I started working on when do I pull the trigger, if it's a close target or far target, for example. So what do I confirm? Basically, was the question. And then that's how I started developing the drill. Uh, Mr. So Kim? Yeah. I hate to interrupt, but just the name of the drill, 
yep. is is so smart. And because confirmation mm -hmm. is a fundamentally different concept than aiming. Exactly. All right. So can you break that down for people so they understand why you pick that name? Because that says a lot about how we do what we do. Yes. The co word confirmation, like Ben explained, uh, that's basically the cue for when the shot's basically breaking, uh, mostly target transition. Of course, it could be after draw, reload too. But there are multiple different cues. In a way, uh, when you pull the trigger, when the gun comes into the target, could be visual cue. So you're looking for something, for example, perfectly sights aligned, or it could be blurry sights in target focus situation, or it could be point shooting, like three yard, five yard target doesn't really need any visual feedback, but by just having the body aligned to the target, basically if it's yeah to the point three yards, you don't really need to visually confirm that the gun's on your eye line. You can just close close your eyes and still have your arms aligned to your body, if that makes sense. So uh, actually confirmation drill came out after this video, um, the trick, Target Transition Training Series, number one and two. So number one was max vision speed. Uh, number two was max gun speed with control or precise stop. And number three was confirmation drill. So I developed drills in that order. And then actually the order really is important. So in confirmation one, two, three, which is confirmation one, just shooting as your body's aligned. So in terms of if you're doing a slow motion camera, you should see the muzzle or the bullet exiting the barrel at the same time as your body aligning to the target. Confirmation two is as soon as you see uh, the as soon as you see the color of the fiber or color of the red dot. Uh, it doesn't have to be stable. You just as soon as you see it, just tap it as if as if there's a really fast object passing by you as soon as you see the object you just smack it right away kind of a situation and number three confirmation is as soon as things are stable so if you're seeing a circular red dot rather than uh ben would say the word streak rather or uh painting the dot kind of situation yes, i use those words mm -hmm. yes uh, i usually say flashing dot so as soon as you see that but number three is as soon as things stopped and you confirm the stable uh, red dot or stable front sight. So the confirmation is all different. Number one is physical confirmation where you can just, just use your body alignment. And number two and three is actually visual confirmation where you're responding to the color or you're responding to a stable front sight or stable uh, red dot. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of the people actually not do this drill a lot, but people do in different order too, or wrong order. It is extremely important people to work on uh, transitioning the gun precisely, and the gun actually stops stably. If people has issues of over transitioning, has super tight shoulders, and then they see their gun not stopping precisely, but jumping around, uh, under transition, over transition kind of thing, this confirmation drill is not going to be as realistic, especially with confirmation one. So it is important to develop your, Ben would say, uh, just sort of look to a spot, the gun should be there, like a mouse pointer. Yeah, yes. index. Yes. Um, 
before we continue, would you let's give it a confirmation one through three in a very just in a way that would be easy to relate to a match. So is it fair to say confirmation one is a very close target, a a three yard target? And like you said, you see the outline of the gun, you know, your natural index. You just it's really close. You just you just bring the gun generally pointed at it and you you smash the trigger. Is that fair to say? That's pretty fair fair to say, but it's, you, people almost have to time the shot. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. You're yes. not waiting to see something and then doing something. Like confirmation two and three is you see something and then doing it. But confirmation mm-hmm. one is basically pulling the trigger at the same time of the alignment. In that case, you're almost timing the shot. And then a confirmation two shot would mm-hmm. be a not a super difficult shot, which may be an easy target, a difficult target, depends on your skill level, whatever that range is. But something where it's a, a maybe a target you're going to shoot quick more quickly and yep. so you look at the spot, you bring the sights there, and you're reacting. You see the front sight, you know where it's there in relation to the target, but you're reacting to a color of your fiber, the color of your dot. So it's not perfectly stable. It's not perfectly aligned in the rear notch, but it's maybe a little bit easier difficulty target, and you're just reacting to the color. Is that a fair way to describe that, you think? That is, yes. And then a confirmation three plate would be at the head box, the, the, the mini popper, the steel plate whatever, where I need to see a front sight aligned uh, between the rear sight and I'm seeing the front sight stopped. It's not, my red dot's not still a blur. It's not bouncing around. I'm not trying to paint it. I need to hit something precisely. So I bring it to a precise spot and I see it stop a crisp clear dot, a crisp front sight before I break the shot. Is that fair also? Yes. Good. I just want to give people kind of an outline of a different way to think about it in terms of what they're likely to see to match. Mm-hmm. So what's so, oh, sorry. The, the reason why confirmation drill is important is not just what we need to confirm. I mean, what we need to confirm, just what we talked about, is, yes, important aspects to learn what kind of aiming plans there are or aiming scheme there are. Uh, that's just one side of confirmation drill. There's another side of confirmation drill is extremely important for all the top shooters. I, I really believe all the top shooters actually use not real confirmation drill, but they have sort of system just like a confirmation drill. So what I want to say is once you develop what kind of aiming scheme there are, and you can come up with what kind of confirmation you need to certain targets. And also, you can find your 90%, 100%, 80%, whatever the percentage we talk about through confirmation drill. Because confirmation drill, once you do that, you're going to quickly have the data for what kind of time difference there is between confirmation one to three and also what kind of accuracy difference the difference there is so judging by that you can kind of mathematically calculate for example uh if you have like two inch group double doubles is the same way right you get two inch group at five yards you just simply multiply that by three so you can kind of get theoretical group size at certain different difficulties so you don't have to shoot ton of time, ton of shots to actually theoretically know things. And this really helps you to find that 90% your own ability uh, in this manner. Hold on. Let's let's make sure that people understand this, because what you're saying is probably it's what I think is the most misunderstood part of this drill. Yes. Like as you as Professor Kim would say, don't criticize, analyze. So yeah. the point of this drill, as like you're talking about you're using different aiming schemes or different confirmations 
and you're seeing like, that's the input and then the output is what's happening on the target. Yes. And you're not there to hit yourself over the head with a hammer if the hits on the target aren't what you want. It's mostly it's it's understanding what input generates what output. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so it, it's it's not like if your shoot sees doing confirmation one, you're not like, oh, I need to work on confirmation one so I can shoot A's. Like, that's not no, the point of it. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. <laughs> that's not what we're trying to do here. Yes. Or, yeah, like what you're saying, if I go and I want to practice. Well, Ben, you and I were training uh, this summer. Mm-hmm. We're in different confirmation. On We had round eight-inch plates, yeah. and they were at 15 yards, probably something like that. Yeah. And we we're like trying different confirmations. I'm like, hey, try confirmation two. Because yeah, Ben could get a fast time, but it was doing you hit a couple of them. Yeah. But if I want you to do that ten times in a row, it was stupid. Yeah, it com- be- confirmation two with iron sights on twenty yard plates, it's not a winner. No, like you could make it's it happen not, sometimes. It's not a winner. But yeah. yeah, ten times it was stupid. So from that you'd gain the knowledge. It's not that I won or lost or passed or fail. Then I learned, hey, if I see that shot in a match, I know now what I need to see to be successful on that target. So mm-hmm. like what you're saying, the goal of that practice session, it wasn't like stupid. It wasn't like Ben yeah. didn't fail the drill by trying it. We just try something and see if it works. Yeah. Don't criticize. Analyze is a very good piece of advice. Yes. And like you said, this drill is not about being able to shoot confirmation one and a more difficult target. So like like I said, the reason why it's important to develop the precision, uh, so vision, max vision, that was one thing I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. and also max gun speed with precision. So your vision should be moving max speed at target to target, and you should be moving your gun with precision, very precisely. Once you have that, you just do the confirmation drill. It's not about making shots faster or tighter, you know, per se. You're just learning what kind of confirmation there is and just collecting data and that data can definitely help you to find your 90 percent run or what one thing i did with the drill is i had a goal of shooting 90 percent off account so 10 percent charlie in a designated target drill or many different uh, target transition drills bunny stack was one of the things i used a lot so i would shoot that drill a couple times shooting with different confirmation and then I will get the percentage of off account. So usually I would go uh, like designated target or for example, bunny stacks, I would go about 100 rounds on one certain orders. In this kind of case, I am cho- choosing different confirmations to find out what's the one that gives me 90% off account. And what's the one that gives me 95 to 100? And what's the one gives me above below that, maybe 80%, for example, then I am hammering down on that 90% alpha run over and over and over to make that confirmation as a default confirmation. And I don't think about that confirmation at matches. I don't go at this target confirmation, one, two, three, I don't do that. Because, like I said, I find that 90% off account and I hammer that over and over. So by that time, I already know what kind of confirmation is required on each target without thinking about it. However, when I have to push, that's a different story. When I have to push, I already know, hey, that seven-yard target on the entry, that has to be confirmation two in default. But since I am pushing, I'm going to go confirmation maybe 
two in the first target and then one in the second target because I confirmed the first dot on the first target. Rest of them I can risk by going confirmation one. So in this kind of case, uh, I can definitely use the data to actually aid, uh, be more strategic when I have to push. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, I mean, we've all seen videos on training group. I would like to talk a little bit how people do the drill wrong and maybe things to avoid. Mm. Do you guys have any specific things that you've seen people do wrong? You tell them, yeah, don't so I'll tell stop you what, doing I've this. I've seen this many times and I should, I should call it out more, but I'll see video footage. Usually it's a gold member and they're doing confirmation drill and I see the gun come up and they fire a shot and then I see them shaking their head or I see them getting like not liking what's happening. And again, it's the core, it's the fundamental part of it. It's don't criticize yourself, analyze what's happening and understand it and learn to use the, you know, use the tools you have the best way you can. It's not about, it's not an outcome type of exercise. Exactly. And yeah, or one, go ahead, sorry. One common mistake I observe is, uh, so the time difference between confirmation one to three should be only from shooting by a different confirmation. So basically, once the gun's up, uh, how long it takes for you to pull the trigger, of course, depends on what you confirm. So confirmation one, there shouldn't be any delay once the gun's on your eye line and the target. Confirmation two, usually 15th of a second because that's how, how fast human reaction is. Visual response usually takes about 15th of a second. So if you see the color of the red dot and the fire actually happening, usually takes about 15th. So time difference usually comes about um, 15th of a second between confirmation one and two, usually. And confirmation three, of course, now you're stabilizing things, takes more time. However, a lot of people don't get the consistent time difference or don't get the right time difference because a lot of people actually shoot prematurely for confirmation one or maybe rush the arm movement. They're not precise, but confirmation two and three, because they're trying to see it visually on the red dot or front side, they make it more precise. That's a common mistake. So if you want to sh uh, shoot all three and get a real data, you have to unify the speed of your pr presentation. It could be presentation, of course. Uh, I recommend doing target transition so you can start on the left target buzzer, go to the shooting target, and then shoot. You can you can do this in many many ways, but the difference between confirmation one to three has to be coming from the shot delay when the gun stops on your eye line, rather than you moving faster or drawing faster or anything like that. Yeah, and another thing, uh, somebody, let's say they go in the range twice this week, they think, oh, the next five range sessions, I'm gonna work on confirmation drill. And that's like, I mean, you can, but that's not really necessary. It's like, you just- <laughs> It shouldn't you, be, <laughs> no. you, I spent, well, in the age of uh, no ammunition for anybody, that's maybe not the best way to spend your ammunition. No, you go you go there, like what you guys are saying, you analyze, you see what it has to teach you what you can learn. But this isn't a drill you have to do every range session or it has to be like part of your regular rotation. I just, I take that to the range, I try it out, I see what I can analyze, what I can learn from it, and then I go do something else. I don't have to do it my first or every range session I go or it's not something I have to be constantly doing. It's just, a, it's a learning tool. Yeah. Once, once people do confirmation drill, confirmation drill is in every single drills you shoot. Like literally, you shoot doubles drill, even you don't draw, even you shoot high ready, second shot is confirmation. 
you have to have the cue to shoot the second shot. So confirmation drill is not actually only for the first shot, actually, it's for the recoil too. So you can do the same thing. Uh, for doubles, for the second shot, are you, is, is your second shot cue, like confirmation one, which is physical speed thing? So if you're pulling the trigger as fast as possible, that's confirmation one for recoil. If you're shooting, as soon as you see the sight back down, flashing up and down like a builder when you should just keep flashing up and down if you shoot like that confirmation two if you shoot one shot comes back down you stabilize the sight confirmation three um just out of curiosity mm -hmm. uh what sort of percentage in a normal match like let's say you go to a section match somewhere um mm -hmm. what kind of percentages are you using these confirmations do you reckon i mean again you when you not in walkthrough, but just like, um, like if I were to say, I, I think I do 5% confirmation, not even, not even maybe 1% confirmation one, maybe 80% confirmation two, uh, and the rest is confirmation three. That's what, that's what most matches kind of lay out like. Would you say mm -hmm. that's fair? For the red dot, uh, at a major match, yes. Local match is a little bit different. But at a major local match, it's so much so confirmation one and two. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> I've seen the club matches you guys have up yes. there. I get, yeah, that's true yeah. facts. Yes. <laughs> so major match, I think that's a very good number. Um, for iron sights, so the current iron. confirmation drill for iron sights, is, I, I need to update that. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm coming with the update. Uh, so basically, right now for uh, iron sight confirmation one to three, the one one and two is the same way as red dot, but three uh, in the video confirmation drill, I said uh, front sight focus, but right now I'm totally changing that. Uh, so for in a easier way to remember confirmation drill one to three is yeah yeah shooting with the alignment uh, as soon as you see the color and then stopped sight either red dot or front sight. But for iron sights... Uh, Do you think there's four confirmations? Yes, ex exactly. I think there's four. Yes. Yeah. Uh, before, um, I was convinced by Ben about shooting all target focus with the iron sights. Uh, confirmation drill came out before. So now I'm training iron sights and red dot side by side a lot. And then I think iron sight, it has to be four. So. Confirmation three is stable sights, but 100% target focused. Uh, very blurry front and blurry rear sights, but checked alignment with the blurry sights. And confirmation four is same concept, except the focal depth change. And I've tried, I've tried even at 35 yards, and definitely there's some time difference, even when we are shooting um, target focus front sights, stable versus uh, front side focus, front side stable. Uh, there's definitely time difference be between that because of first, uh, focal depth change is one thing that can slow down. And second, uh, too much information on the front side when the front side is so sharp. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, I did a target transition series, which was available on training group, uh, a couple of videos. And that was, I used- If you're hearing this, go watch it. Yeah, I think, find it. I think it was okay. Um, but I used, confirmation drill a lot for that because it was so easy to explain just in a very simple 
hey, this is what you should be seeing. It was just so easy to reference that because the drill's so good and it's an easy way. If I say to Kim, confirmation two, you should be doing this. It's just like, it's very easy then to explain what I'm looking at. So it really is easy to break it down. And I use those terms, like what you guys are saying in terms of a, a stage or a match where I see a target, I'm like, yep, this is definitely what I want to see on this target. So it's quite valuable and something like what you said, it should be incorporated into training matches. That's something that I'm, I'm thinking about quite often. Because it's not just a drill. It's something that really does tie into, you know, a lot of shooting. Exactly. And one thing I wanted to explain. So this this is a frequently asked question about confirmation drill. Uh, a lot of people ask me, can I shoot confirmation drill in dry fire? And I think it's actually, it is very, very important to do, oh, at least apply the concept of confirmation drill. Uh, a lot of people, when I see they dry fire, uh, some people have wrong focal depth in dry fire. So, for example, everybody's looking at the target, looking at the front side. So, basically, they're changing the focal depth to the front side, even though it's simulated five-yard target. Sometimes, people are not paying attention to the proper confirmation to a difficult target. So, I see gun coming off the target, but pulling the trigger later. So again, confirmation drill should be helping you to have the right cue when the pull happens, trigger pull happens. So some people are not paying attention enough to the sights. So rather than confirmation three, they're shooting confirmation one, for example. So this visual concept and the alignment concept and when the pull trigger pull happens, those concepts of confirmation drill has to be correct in dry fire so that you are not training a wrong uh, information. Basically, you're developing a bad habit if you are not correctly confirming the right thing in your dry fire. Of course, live fire, the targets tell you, so people tend to find it, you know, oh, this confirmation maybe one was not good for this target. I, I gotta shoot confirmation two or three. But in dry fire, there's no hits on the target. So it is very important to really master the concept of confirmation drill and then being able to do it in dry fire and have the correct trigger pull happening at the right cue exact the same way you would shoot at a match yeah i like it well professor i think this has been excellent yeah so uh questions and comments what do you think joel put them down below yes please put them down below in the comments be happy to address them um yeah. and of course if it's Something we need further discussion, we'll have to bring Professor back on to discuss it more at length. Yeah, absolutely. Sounds good. Thank you for listening to Training Group Live. Stay up to date at practicalshootingtraininggroup.com or pstg.us for short. If you have a question or a comment, head to the Training Group Live section of the forum. Remember, the best questions turn into show topics. If you aren't a member of PSTG, we hope today is the day we earn your subscription. And with that, train frequently, train hard, but most of all, train smart.